Hey, D and fam. I'm Quick, and I'm Lee, and you're listening to Divas, Divas and Ducats. So, what is a diva? I think divas get a bad rep, but to me, diva is all about the attitude. As for ducats, it's your finances, your assets, Skrilla, Guap, your coin. We're talking all things with the potential to affect your pockets. And while we're attorneys by trade, we are divas by choice. Divas and Ducats is for edutainment purposes. Y'all, we are not Series 511 or <laughs> 703 professionals. This does not create a financial advisor nope, nope. or attorney-client relationship. The views expressed here are solely our opinions and the opinions of our guests. It's just our opinions, y'all. Okay, Divas, let's talk Ducats. All right. Welcome back to another episode. We're glad you're here. Yes. Hey, D&D fam. Thank you for joining us again. And if you are following us on YouTube and watching us now, we ask that you go right now and like and subscribe. Amen. Click on that bell so you can be notified of future episodes when they come out. And let's get into our Diva Ducket topic of the day. What's on our Diva Ducket? We are talking about some of the male-female dynamic, uh-huh. um, some of the, perhaps, mental games we play, either with others or ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we, again, you know, in previous episodes, Todd has been here with us. He's talked about imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. He's talked about, he was, uh, last year before we were on YouTube, he did an episode about Just Man Up and mm-hmm. really the stigma with men in mental health um, because sometimes they're not as comfortable right. dealing with some of those issues or, or admitting their issues. Um, and so we like to bring in not only subject matter experts, but also sometimes it's good to have a little challenge or clarity um, from someone of the opposite sex, yes. right? Especially if we're talking mm-hmm. about some opposite sex or what can mm-hmm. be some opposite mm-hmm. sex issues within relationships. For sure. So, um, so welcome, Todd. Welcome back. Um, thank you for thank being you. here. Thank you so much for coming back. We always enjoy our conversations with you. They are yes. so stimulating. I enjoy time with you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. And so for those who don't know you, tell them a little bit about what you do, um, You know, maybe a little of your background. Well, I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, certified sex therapist, sexuality educator. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, I work with couples on intimacy, relationship building, and helping people achieve a goals and become who they are on the inside that doesn't always manifest openly. All right. See, now y'all see why we got him here today to talk about these mental games between men and women. Exactly. Perfect. Perfect. Yes, yes. yes. So So let's get into uh, it. Let's get into it. (laughs) (laughs) So first, social stigmas, um, sometimes they can negatively impact relationships. You know, always Mm -hmm. feeling like Especially now with so much going on in Instagram mm-hmm. and all your social media affecting, yeah. you know, the choices that you make. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and our ability to not only relate in relationships, but to even understand the opposite sex as men and women. Because, you know, yeah. even conversations now aren't had the way they used to be had because mm-hmm. of 
I don't know, messenger and chats and texts. <laughs> and it's, so it's just been this, like, huge disconnect, right? Yeah. Um, and then we also, you know, in getting to that, we have a lot of preconceived notions mm-hmm. based upon what society is feeding us, mm-hmm. um, based upon, you know, the older days. We hear a lot of times that you come into a relationship or in a conversation, it's like, my mama used to, my grandma used to, my grandpa used to. So you have yeah. all these preconceived notions. And it's a lot of that, like we say, like either or situations. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like sometimes as with women, you hear some women that say they, they want this alpha mm-hmm. or right. the good guy. Right. It's like, right. you know, there's really no in between mm-hmm. or maybe it's just so specific that it's unrealistic. Yeah. Right. We want that, you know, sophisticated <laughs> thug. Mm-hmm. We want that guy who, oh, he can handle himself, but he knows to take us on a picnic and mm-hmm. bring us flowers. Mm-hmm. And um, but then, you know, with a nice guy, it might be like, oh, he's nice, but he's too nice. Right. So we do this thing back and forth. And to an extent, maybe from the male standpoint, it's like, oh, OK, I don't necessarily want a woman that depends on me financially mm-hmm. fully but she needs to be nurturing. So mm-hmm. then it's that back and forth of sometimes maybe corporate women run into or women who kind of have their own run into that rub of, oh, she's not nurturing, right. or that assumption, right? That that preconceived mm-hmm. notion, like you said. So, yeah. Yeah. And so getting into those, like, preconceived notions, how do you see that they kind of negatively impact relationships or just even... Well, well a lot of times the preconceived notions are actually your thoughts and your experience. Okay. So even to start with an outside force to determine what's going on internally, you're already in a bad situation. Mm-hmm. You know, your father or woman's father may have portrayed manhood to look like one thing. Mm-hmm. So now she's canonizing that you have to be that. Right. However, she's not open to that. She First, she's not a fa- part of her father's generation. Mm-hmm. Number two is that she's not her mother. Yeah. So so why would you pick a man that ain't yours? Mm. Mm. As opposed to understanding who you are, what what resonates well with you, and then yeah. find someone that will complement who you are as an individual, mm-hmm. as opposed to coming to a stereotype. Because we all know as we grow, as we learn more, we want new and different things. Right, mm-hmm. right. So why not allow the, the organic process to meet someone, see how you resonate, feel the pull, feel the drive, and yeah. explore and learn and grow together? Because think about this. Femininity and masculinity are evolved before we find each other. Mm-hmm. But if I've canonized my set brand of manhood before I meet you, my brand of manhood doesn't consider you a factor. Mm. So therefore, will my brand of manhood resonate appropriately with you when it was never a factor and vice versa? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we have to be open to learn, know ourselves, but learn the other person so that we can create an experience that allows both of us to grow and explore and be our greatest selves together, as opposed to one or the other trying to force one or the other to fit into a box that they would never desire to be in. Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think also, uh, you know, like when you're talking about people forcing someone to be in a box, like we give ourselves grace to change, right, and to develop yeah. and to mature into all these beautiful things, mm-hmm. but we want a partner to come in, like you said, in this perfect box. Ready made. Ready exactly. made mm-hmm. in exactly the way we want them in that moment, even though we know exactly. we're going to change in five or six years. You know, mm-hmm. so it's... it's but, but, but we work with the construct that they want. <laughs> yes, now that's good. Yes, we absolutely yeah. do. And I think that is so dangerous because that is... that Yeah. I've, I've been guilty yeah. of this. I was like, that well, well, hit. Yeah. 
I, I say all day. I have to remind people, life is dynamic, not static. Yeah. Life is consistently moving and changing. Mm -hmm. So even if you think you know somebody on Tuesday, then depending on what they've been impacted with by Wednesday, yeah. you're dealing with a different person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So why not adapt to where you are being present as opposed to a construct that isn't relevant? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> that's why they pay him to do what he does. Right? <laughs> so where does, you know, I, I hear it all the time from men and women. I'm not really a fan of the word, the whole alpha, right? Because I think some... I think some of what can come along with that or some of the ways maybe mm -hmm. not can come along with it, but sometimes the way people show up in claiming to be that can be problematic. That's the reason I'm not a fan of the word. Mm -hmm. But a lot of women and men, some women say they're an alpha female, they mm -hmm. want an alpha man, blah, blah, blah. So where does some of that stem from, that wanting the, you know... I guess the protection, the protecting, like, where does that stem from? Is that something we're taught? Is it a societal thing? Like, you know. Well, for, for it comes from a lot of different places. Societally, in the messages that are sent, if you were, if you grew up in a, in a, in a house where men were dominated mm -hmm. and you're watching your mother being dominated, you don't want to be that person. I have a client uh, I just worked with yesterday. And she said her husband, when her husband, she, she becomes overly aggressive with her husband. Okay. Now she's f probably five one, he's six nine. Okay. So, and he says, please, honey, let's not do this right now. <laughs> Let, let's just wait, cause it's not gonna go right. And then she pushes and pushes, then he blows up. It's, oh, you're the big angry man now. And he's like, no, but she said, and she said to me, because when he says for me not to do something, how dare a man tell me, my father never did that to my mother, and okay. therefore he's trying to dominate and control me. Okay. Okay. And he said, no. He says, I see you as my partner, and I'm trying not to blow up, and I'm asking you to help me save us. Mm. Because she's defined it to be one thing mm -hmm. based mm -hmm. on a previous mindset and never got with him to understand what his motive and intent is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's probably so, also that, a false it, narrative because she don't know what her daddy did to her mom behind closed doors. And, and it's true. Exactly. <laughs> However, but again, now, obviously, if you look at society, you listen to songs, and now we're, we're promoting women and their successes and mm -hmm. their accolades, rightfully so. Yeah. But they're doing that because we come from a society that, that suppressed women. Remember, right. even sexually, women were taught to pleasure, not be pleasured. Right. right? See how you see that how that resonates with both of you? Y'all said it in sync. Yeah, you right. are right. <laughs> exactly. So with those types of suppression and, and the inconsistency that goes on inside of you, why do I have to be subject to this? Mm. Or facilitate creating that more alpha, more dominant position because I don't want to be oppressed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then, but and to what you were saying, like with the preconceived notions of the alpha, it's always a negative thing, right? It's not just someone who's assertive, which can be good in your career and all those things. Yeah. Um, usually, it's also come with that someone that's rude. Like you know, they instantly connect like an alpha person that's rude, or right. or it's almost it's a little more primitive, mm -hmm. I guess, in terms of how it. Right at least stereotypically manifest. Mm -hmm. It's not right, like, like right. you said, just assertive or just like an advocate for themselves. Right, right. Yeah. Right, 
But there, there are healthy ways of doing that and unhealthy ways. Mm-hmm. To your point, Lee, you said you didn't even like terms like that. Mm-hmm. Because think about this, because with a term, societally, we put a persona with the term. Mm-hmm. So that means we may be taking on characteristics and behaviors that are not organic to us as individuals. Right. So even our posture and our position throws it off when we're trying to connect with people. Mm-hmm. Because if you're going to be the alpha man or the alpha female, there's a posture, there's a presence, there's an energy that mm-hmm. you have to protect. So now we're, we create these representatives or this imposter self that we can't really sustain. Yeah, right. that's true. That's but, true. But, so it's similar to mental health. We don't like saying, sir, we're diagnosing you with this. Why? Mm-hmm. Because people tend to take on the persona of a depressed person as opposed to saying, so you share a symptomology of, and these are things we need to be concerned about. Here's mm-hmm. some solutions I'm supposed to do. You have this. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden they go, oh, I have depression. Right. Yeah. Well, now you, you take on the persona and that's not how it has to play out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is why I always challenge people, no matter how you are, let it be organic to who you are. Let it resonate well with you. Why don't you understand who you are as a person? Yeah. And as opposed to categorizing yourself, why don't you be an individual? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That exemplifies assertiveness in some situation. When it's appropriate, you just give whatever energy, whatever presence that needs to show up, but it's still organic to who you are. Right, right. Because mm-hmm. every situation does not require for you to be assertive. Like, or overly exactly. assertive. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and I think another exactly. preconceived notion is the good guy, good, you know, yeah. good guys finish last. And, wow. you know, the good girls, like, I don't know that there's automatically submissive and they're the nurturers and, you know, but they can't. I don't know. I, when I think about the, like, a nurturer, right, the vision that comes to mind because we talk about, you know, assigning personas to the to these terms, like the mm-hmm. person that's, you know, nurturing or can cook, you know, I just think about the grandmas in the kitchen, you know, the arms, like, it's with not, right, it's not the girl that's, you know, got the nice <laughs> out. <laughs> reaching down in right, a right, and right, and pulling out stuff for the kids while she's staring <laughs> right. at the like, she can do everything, right? <laughs> but it's not, it's not the one that, you know, that's working out, got it together, in her career you know she that's not who we think of as the nurturer you know and similarly for the good guy like he's not the alpha male you know he's just like passive and you know I think you know a lot of times well I don't even know if this is still said Mm -hmm. but I know there were songs like saying you know I want to I want a thug or you know those soldier yeah I want a soldier Destiny's Child yeah (laughs) right Mm -hmm. so like talk about some of like those preconceived notions of where they really like lead you to well you know my thing is this we can go after a persona we can go with what resonates Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. go after the persona the roughneck uh, from MC Light, the, the soldier from Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. And, and okay, that's nice, but you're going to end up with a dude with no benefits and a yeast infection. <laughs> okay? No, so, bad, bad or I could actually organically find somebody that resonates with me because, hey, I do have to have a roof over my head. I want a decent FICA score because I'm going to buy some stuff. Might want to put some kids through college. So as opposed to looking for a persona, let me understand who I, who I am, the mm-hmm. quality of life I want to live and resonate right. because that good that good guy hey may not have the swag of a, a roughneck mm-hmm. but the FICA score gonna be nice and he trainable and teachable not trainable and teachable that is so true <laughs> really are. Sound like a dog <laughs> 
No, but think about it. Wait a minute. I, I'm a firm believer. We have to teach people how to love yes. us. Mm, Nobody organically knows how to take care of you. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you spent your whole life with you. I just meet you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm supposed to know everything about you? Right. No, right. You, that, that's, that's just setting somebody up to, to fail and mm -hmm. yourself to be disappointed. Mm -hmm. Remember, we're taught to be excellent students. We're taught to be excellent professionals. Nobody teaches you how to be an intimate partner. Right. You got mm -hmm. pieces of parts. I got pieces of parts. Let's throw them together, hope for the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's about really understanding who you are and finding a compliment mm -hmm. as opposed to a category. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Okay. It is about finding a compliment instead of a category. That is good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think like what he was saying. Yes. Because like when people. Like what he was saying about somebody being trainable and teachable, mm -hmm. like to find a partner that is receptive to that, you know, it's not every day that you can tell a partner, whether it's male or female, that didn't feel good in bed or I didn't like the way you did this. And they not take it as some personal affront to all of their experiences. Yeah. And they're like, because of the way you just, because the way you I said it. I think it's the way. Yeah. I think sometimes <laughs> right. but it's, un Hold it's an uncomfortable conversation Hold regardless. Hold <laughs> Right, it is. It is an uncomfortable conversation, mm -hmm. but it's the approach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At why talk about what you did wrong mm -hmm. as opposed to what I want more of? Right. Mm -hmm. It's the presentation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So hey, you know what? First of all, you should have these conversations before you get naked. Probably. Yeah. Some time. That would that would that would benefit. <laughs> that would tremendously. help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would benefit tremendously. Mm-hmm. But. Mm -hmm. But, but then it's talking about what you want more of because the more you talk about what you want, mm -hmm. the more you tend to get what you want mm -hmm. and the lesser of what you don't want. Law of attraction. So true. So, so share what it is you want. Mm -hmm. Hey, some people don't like to be choked and their wrist held. Okay, so hey, as opposed to that, I like to be caressed on my thighs. So you don't talk about wrist and neck. Mm -hmm. Okay, now... Mm -hmm. You can talk about risk and that, but what you highlight, you talk about that lesser than what you want. Mm -hmm. Say good old start with the positive. <laughs> start with the so positive. True. I'm just because mm -hmm. I mean, and, and in any conversation, even if you're outside the bedroom, I think that's what happens. <clears throat> a person almost feels attacked because sometimes we can't. I ain't like that. Mm -hmm, of course, mm -hmm. somebody's gonna be like, you know what, mm -hmm. you know, because I mean, people don't like to say it necessarily. Probably hurt their feelings. Yeah, you know. Um, but but it's real conversation. But it's like again, you have to take into account people are emotional. Men and women are emotional. Mm -hmm. You know, I always share with women: men want to be wanted and desired just as much as women. Mm. We 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 just don't tend to say it. Mm -hmm. And I use the example: a man will accept flowers, and if you smack him on the behind, he won't say stop. <laughs> I.e., you make me feel wanted and desired. That's why I accept it. Mm. Now y'all be careful, D and D family, about smacking, smacking. it. Just I don't know how it's gonna go, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I I kind of do want to speak to that because um and I I think we kind of spoke a little offline about it. I I think sometimes unfortunately men with intimacy don't feel safe. Um, and so I wanted to, as much as you can talk to, because everyone's different. I'm not going to say this is across the board, what? What? but you know, I've, I've had male friends that I've spoken to and they've pretty much said they feel that the only person they can be nice to is their daughter 
because they feel like if they show, even though, you know, as women, we say, oh, we want a man who can be honest about his feelings mm-hmm. and open and expressive about his emotions. But again, the, the male friends that I've talked to, some of them have said like, no, you can't be but so emotional. You can't have but so many bad days or cry really in front of your woman but so much before it's like they lose respect for you or they like oh he always crying so you know speak to some of that if you can about that I I guess like emotional intimacy for men or or maybe even them not feeling safe because we always talk about as women what we don't get but yeah no but no I agree I agree wholeheartedly with what you're saying Uh, interesting interesting point I mentioned this earlier today I have a couple who've been married 25 years or so mm-hmm. and they intimacy has been an issue throughout the relationship mm-hmm. but the wife said to the husband I feel awkward sexually she just got comfortable enough to just say that. and he looked at her and said I do too she looked at him in shock oh. because women because she said you're a man you're supposed to know everything he said I ain't nobody ever taught me nothing. I just do what I get. I'm guessing what I'm doing. <laughs> hey. Now, the beauty in that was she said it made her feel so connected to her husband mm. that she loved him more. Mm-hmm. With him being willing to be vulnerable. However, men do not feel they can be vulnerable because I have a number of, of clients, females, that have called their husbands homosexual because they connected to their feelings. They may have cried once or twice. Because again, the stereotypical man, society paints a picture. You're supposed to look like this. You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to function like this. Mm -hmm. So if you work outside of that construct, something's wrong with Mm -hmm. you. Remember, the school system teaches based on everybody being in the middle of the bell curve. We do know there's people to the left and to the right Mm -hmm. of the bell curve, Mm -hmm. but we pretend that everybody's in the middle. Mm -hmm. We do that we do that with gender. We do that with many things throughout life. Yeah, yeah. And so what is something that in those situations where, like, maybe he doesn't feel like he can be fully, I guess, expressive? Like, what mm-hmm. are some things on both sides a woman can do and the man can do to kind of foster that availability or that emotional availability? Well, what, what I share with them is to, first and foremost, with true intimacy, you need safety, trust, and vulnerability. Okay. So in those things, it's really begin to create situations with one another and have real conversation. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you can say any, my perspective anyway, you can say anything to anybody, but you have to pick time. Timing's important. Mm-hmm. So. Now, so the point is, everybody has a time that they can be spoken to. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a Sunday walk, whether it's watching a movie and you see something relevant on a movie that all of a sudden re- replicates your relationship mm-hmm. after lovemaking, whatever the case may be. But be able to create time for us just to connect as people mm-hmm. and talk about life stuff, Mm-hmm. How you've been impacted. Let me find out what's important. What's important to you today? What's significant? How have you been impacted by life? What is concerning? Begin to just know a person as a person. Begin to dig. I'm, I'm having uh, a, a number of clients, and now I'm saying we only have surface conversation. Mm. Yeah. Well, if I'm only having surface conversation, it means I, I don't feel I can truly be vulnerable with you. And I hear a lot of times men don't want to disclose to the wife, he said, because it's going to come back to bite me. Mm. Because soon as, as soon as she gets up, as soon as she gets upset, yeah, 
I'm going to hear all of my stuff about my mama now, what I what I ain't been doing, penis not being big enough, whatever. Um, okay. It's like there is no there is no there is no rule. Oh. So therefore, why would I open myself up for that? Mm. So I'll love you, but I have to keep a secret part because in some ways I can't trust you. That's hard. Yeah. You are not you are not by safe place. Mm. Yeah. And so what I'm hearing is <laughs> from the woman side that maybe requires some of us to do work around how we view manhood and why that is, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like where does where does that come from that a man, your man can't cry or can't mm-hmm be in his feelings because I mean we get in our feelings all the time right mm-hmm. so you know even that like it, it right. sounds like some at, unpacking at, yeah at some point in life we're going to have to allow each of us to be human mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know men don't want women to cry because we don't know what to do with her emotion mm-hmm. dude why do you have to do something just let, let her know you're available mm-hmm. however you need me and just wait for instruction mm-hmm. Because right. sometimes fixing a situation is sitting there minding your business. Yeah. But wait for wait for the signal, follow the signal, mm-hmm. you don't have to be a rocket scientist. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, women, men are penetrable. Every Superman has kryptonite. Right. Sorry to say it, but it's true. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just it's real. And at some point we're going to have to deal in reality as opposed to ideal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if, and until we, we, we get rid of the focusing on the ideal, we're setting ourselves setting ourselves up to be unhappy. Yeah. To be disappointed. Yeah. And another it, it just brings home the point of an I just keep thinking of like all the male friends that I've talked to. <laughs> like not necessarily all of this that we're getting into, mm-hmm. but just conversations. Mm-hmm. And it kind of hit me when he was saying like the ideal because another one of my friends said that it feels for them like women want Superman, mm-hmm. but Superman was also Clark Kent, right? And so he was like, men. Exactly. What he said was, is men are usually one or the other. That was a double life. He was never the same. He was never both of them at the same time. He mm-hmm. was either Clark or he was Superman. Mm-hmm. And so he was saying, as a man, it gets really confusing because it's like each we relationship somebody wants something different yeah. and then some people want both and that yeah. wasn't a thing so it's just it's so interesting and like it's just really resonated to hear that whole thing with the mm-hmm. ideal right because again Superman he was two people but he was never it wasn't a Venn diagram it never intersected right right so right. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and I, I mean to, to that point I don't and I think women are in our relationships, we kind of feel like, I wish you would ask me to be. You know, like, mm-hmm. they, a man can never come oh. to me and say, oh, I need to be something else. Right. I need, right. <laughs> right. But we, we have the freedom to say that to oh, yeah. men all the time. No, no, no. Yeah. What was it? I had a client. He had a, basically, the, how he phrased it is, my wife talks like a sailor. She was about, she was, she, she was just as tall, just as big, just as ferocious as a husband. And, and it was like, dude, she talks to me any old kind of way. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, you know, just trying to, to pacify it. Can't <laughs> win. Yeah. You know, he can't win. Yeah. So it, at some point, we're going to have to be human enough to meet people where they are and not the ideal. Let me meet the person. Hey, 
because when you do this, you really want people just to be a representative. You never want them to be their true self. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Therefore, in the relationship, there, when I can't give you my real self, there's always a void in me. Mm. Yeah. And if there's an unmet need in me, that makes me susceptible to all kinds of foolishness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because remember, you can only be hungry so long. Mm. Oh, yeah. So if you're not going to allow me to take my cape off and lay my head in your lap and you stroke my head and, and let me know it's going to be okay, we're going to have a problem because I'm going to lay my head down somewhere. Uh -huh. Now, the point is, lay my head down, stroke me, hey, it ain't, it, I'm not going to be disappointed when you say, okay, this is enough. Get your tail up. Go on, fight the lions inside you in a bit. I could. Yeah, but guess what? I can because now I got my rest on. Right. You are my safe place. Right. You are my comforter. You are my right. nurture. Now, let me go fight the lions and tigers and bears. I'll come back home with the spoils and we both celebrate. Okay. Let them lay your head, I'm going to go home. Just rub your head now. Don't just randomly do that because you will. Okay. I will. No, no. It's right here. Right here. Right here. Okay. Right there at the back. Just right behind okay. the crown. Okay. Not like the dog. Okay. Though. Don't do it rough. Don't, don't pat. No. Okay. Not a pat. I no. think I'm going a, I'm to a try this out. I'm going to call you, Todd, if it don't work now. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's gonna work. It's gonna work. Now, you, use your fingernails to okay. do it soft. Okay. Let your nails rub. Okay. Just, just, oh, that's just, like just. a tingly grip. Like a tingly. I got it. <laughs> I think I think I'm equipped. I'm equipped. <laughs> so let's get into some of these. Ugh. Ooh, like the like the dichotomy or the things that the contradictions basically. I, Which is interesting. As he just mentioned, I'm gonna go lay my head somewhere else. Just. I mean, uh -huh. it was real. You, I mean, if you well, ain't, if you well, ain't rubbing well, in somebody, well, well, hey, well, just tell me where you want it. Well. He might surprise you. So, <laughs> getting into that, you know, women are socialized to be monogamous, yeah. right? We're told from little mm -hmm. girls, More grow up and find yes. your prince, mm -hmm. not princes. Your prince, right? From little girls, we're socialized to be monogamous, and little boys don't. Not necessarily. You know, yeah, don't 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 settle down too quick. You can have friends. Have friends. Yeah, so yeah, oh, <laughs> right out there. And so, um, you know, and generally, like I said, generally men are taught, taught the opposite, and so the notion that men um, often look at monogamy as confinement, you know, you, they play the handcuffs, they, the chains. Mm -hmm. um, the, the ball and chain. The yeah. ball, right, the ball and chain when it comes to, to monogamy. Like, it's mm -hmm. just like you're just giving up so much to... Right. I don't know. How do you... Is, is that true? Like, is that something that we are telling ourselves yeah. do men really like to be monogamous or is that like it's a true dichotomy kind of like a, yeah. well I, I believe the way that we're reared is a true dichotomy mm -hmm. in that good girls don't boys do well mm -hmm. girls don't and the boys can who are the boys supposed to do it with thank you that's, right. that's always my question always. But, so the, there is a dichotomy now mm -hmm. how we play it out varies mm -hmm. um, because what I find now, even though that's the stereotype, I don't know if many people comply to it nowadays. Yeah. On both ends. All right, exactly. Right. Because they're, they're, women are much more aggressive now and assertive than what they want in their sensuality and sexuality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think I was watching Insecure. I don't know, can you say the N-word on, on, on your YouTube channel? 
I don't know. I'll just quote what they said on Okay, let's just say N-word is implied. Okay, I'll just say N-word. I'll say N-word. She said she had the N-word on rotation. Okay. Issa, Issa. Issa, right. And then I'm watching it in a room full of people, and the women like, ah! Okay, but if I were to say that. she was doing her whole face. When she got her whole face. Right, exactly. Yeah. If a guy said the same thing, they would all jump on him. Martyr. Right. So, the, you know, mm. so therefore, societally, there are shifts. Mm-hmm. Women are com- becoming more comfortable with their sensuality and sexuality. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have I have more couples, heterosexual couples, that are doing more alternative, explorative things. So I know the stereotypes, I hear them, mm-hmm. but societally, there are shifts taking place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are some things that women are women should be still monogamous and so forth. And some women I find are very comfortable with that with that dynamic. Mm-hmm. Some more men seem to wrestle with. Oh my goodness! It's the only, the last woman I'm gonna sleep with with the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. But what I always challenge people with, I said, in long term relationships, you just really have to focus on maintaining exploration and wonder. That's why the beginning of a relationship is so exciting. Mm-hmm. It's because we don't know each other, so we're learning, we're growing, it's exciting, and so mm-hmm. forth. But in the midst of that, in order to have emotional security, we have to begin to canonize people or box them in. Mm-hmm. I believe this person will do this. I believe this person will, won't do this. Mm-hmm. Now I can feel safe. We can be in relationship. But now I've boxed you in. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now now you become a roommate. Now we're brother and sister. Right. Well, so therefore, we have to really, it's really about maintaining exploration and wonder. And as we're evolving, we're communicating our shifts and our changes with each other so we can continue to grow, share, and explore together to counter that. Mm-hmm. It, it's more so an, un, an unnecessary fear. Mm-hmm. If you have two people that are willing to grow, two people that are willing to share, Monotony is not necessarily a bad thing. Right. Yeah. If, um, but if we're going to be stagnant and complacent and we're not going to invest in ourselves and each other, then it becomes a rut. It becomes less pleasing. Right. One of the things I've been saying to couples a lot lately is we need to redefine work. Mm-hmm. We go to a nine to five, we mm-hmm. come home, oh, I'm off work. Well, actually, work is like energy. Mm. It's neither created nor destroyed. It just changes form. Mm-hmm. Because you did the nine to five, that's work. But remember, a relationship is love and business. Mm-hmm. You generate money, running money through that house. You got processes. You got systems, and it's more complex because it's love and business. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to work at business when I come home, I also have to invest and work such that there is the return that I'm looking for. Come on, somebody. Yeah. That's good. So work, so there's that whole bit, I thought I'm off work. No, I'm off work, I'm going to my second job, but my second (laughs) job has a greater return, Mm -hmm. has a greater return than the first one. Because my second can be an everlasting and creating generational move that cannot be stopped. Mm -hmm. This one can be temporary. Right, Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's true. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you see the dichotomy change or the shift change based upon like age and income? I mean, I know it's like generational change, yeah. obviously, but Correct. Correct. Um, is there, you know, that shift based upon income, like higher salaries? Like they seem well, to care less about 
Well, wait a minute. Think about this. Think about this. I'm going to talk to you. When you were on the yard and you were dating, you ain't got nothing to lose. Yeah, you, it, it's all good. So you didn't really care. You didn't check his. You didn't check what, what if he was graduating. You didn't check his GPA. <laughs> you ain't do none of that. Right. Now, now you're a woman that got stuff to lose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You check that. You check everything, brother. You went online see if there's criminal background. You want to see what your money looked like. You want, because I got stuff to lose. Right. As you as you begin to grow, expand, and take on different dude roles and responsibilities who you would put in your life changes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I'm not going to let somebody come in and sabotage what I built. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so right. I have, you know, it was <laughs> interesting. Very affluent client I have, he, he he found a wonderful wife. She made about $200,000 a year. Okay. He makes nine million. He makes nine million. Oh, okay. okay. So, so well, she broke the Okay. Now, no, no. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. However, when he assessed her, he said, "How can she compliment me?" And she saw he had a biz- she had a business acumen. Mm-hmm. So he said, so he facilitated setting her up in business, and she makes three million dollars. Okay. Year. Yes, girls. Upgrade he her. Found his comp- he found his compliment. <laughs> he found his compliment. Mm-hmm. Right. And now they're having a shared experience because he found someone on a similar trajectory. Mm-hmm. They do different things. But they saw how they could collaborate on multiple layers. They don't just right. look like the cute couple. But now, because he's intentional, hey, there's a quality of life I want to live. There's a rhythm that I want to do. I want to be able to have kids, go to soccer games, do all of those things. Now, right. who is the best fit for that? Mm-hmm. If she wanted to run the street, he wanted to run the street, whatever the case may be, that's not congruent with what you organically desire and feel you need mm-hmm. to be successful. Mm-hmm. So as that shifting and changing through life, that partnerships and change. Right. Yeah. That's the importance of when you do connect to somebody, are they open to grow and change as life is growing and changing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to have quite a few clients now married over 16 years, wanting divorces because one is consistently growing, changing, and the other one still only eats fried chicken. <laughs> okay. No, they don't go to Mexican restaurants, Chinese restaurants, Italian restaurants. No, they want so fried Just Bojangles and KFC. That's mm-hmm. it. Okay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's it. Well, I mean, in, in transitioning to that, talking about like the divorce and, um, you know, people not willing to change. And then in, even that example you gave your client that made $9 million, and, you know, I, I, it really resonated with me looking at a compliment and not a category. You know, it also often gets into what we think we should do, like people telling us, oh, you should be with this guy because of this. Or, you know, you know, I'm sure he had people in his ear telling him you should marry a millionaire. You wow. have all of this. You wow. know, it makes me think about Candy, Candy Burris and Todd and, you know, but the oh, yeah. opposite because it was a man and female. Wow. Um, in the she opposite, was a yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was so many people, you know, in her ear telling her she should not marry Todd because of how much income she made. And but again, business acumen. And now he out there running businesses with her, you know. Exactly. Um, so talk a lot. So talk a little bit about that that should factor and being able to look at your internal self and what feels good to you and being able to kind of block out those those voices of what should right. happen. Mm. Yeah. You know, I always ask, I always ask, why are outside voices more important than yours? Mm-hmm. What makes them right when, let's be honest, we don't tell our closest friends everything. Mm-hmm. True. No. So therefore, even when they give you 
and they're giving you information, they're giving it to you from a limited data point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why make choices and decisions from people that are giving you information based on limited data? Mm-hmm. You know, I have several clients. I have one couple right now who recognize they've been married 11 years, but they only got married because that's what you're supposed to do after college. And they were looking for emotional security with the transition of college, mm-hmm. going into corporate America and all of these things. Mm-hmm. They, they, they didn't feel safe and secure. So let me get married. To, let, me, let us get married and we can be each other's security. Now, 11 years later, they said, we're not, love was never a factor in us being married. Familiarity. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. a woman that recently got divorced, she was, she, got, she was saying, I was living my best life as a single woman. Mm-hmm. My friend said I had been single too long and that I was going to dry up and that I'm just too picky. She finds a husband who wasn't the best of person. Mm-hmm. He was not happy to the point where he chose strippers over her. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the point was is she should have never been married to the person and because her own spirit, he wasn't her type. Mm-hmm. Her own spirit said, this is not going to work. But the noise of the world of her friends said, do it. She did it. Four years later, she's, she's unhappy, divorced, and now it's rebuilt. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. At some point, we're going to have to believe us. At some point, we're going to have to be more concerned about what I call be selfish. Mm-hmm. There are things we need to be successful. Mm-hmm. I had you want me to be selfish. Why? Because when I'm selfish enough to feed myself the things that I need, it facilitates me having the strength to be my greatest self so I can do whatever it is you need me to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a li- until I can really identify what my core needs are, I have the potential to bleed out because they won't be fed. Yeah. That's and right. then I just give you a pale offer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I heard someone else that was saying it like, you know, I can't be drowning and save you too. Like I I, I got to get me good first, right? Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and that I, really what resonated with me was when, you know, Todd was saying like you have to teach people what you need or first of all you got to know what you need. That but you also have to teach people about how to love you, et cetera. And I know for me, like, I really like the little quizzes and things and learn more about yourself, whether it's personality, love language, or whatever. And Quick has separate love languages for friends and booze, apparently. But... Isn't this the first pause? Is that not normal? Like, I have love languages in a relationship versus friendships, and they're completely different. Like, I don't need quality time necessarily from... (laughs) She said her love language was like four of the five. Like depending on who the person is. Okay. Okay. Well, well, um, <laughs> Doctor Chapman might <laughs> might say different, but okay. So my point though is is like I think a lot of times we will especially show up Mm-mm. in our language and not yeah. and get upset when another person does the same thing, right? Because I think if, if I'm showing up in my language, if I'm ex of servicing you to death, but mm-hmm. you're words of affirmation, but I get upset when you're giving me all these words and not doing the thing. Right. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like you have to teach each other or do their back and forth of like, hey, well, so I really I really like that you're telling right. me these things. But, but this is what I need. You know, yeah. Um, right. so because yeah. People fail to recognize. The, I think the, the, the Love Languages is a great book, great mm-hmm. 
activity. However, I always have to share with people, it's less about you knowing your love language and more about knowing your partners mm. and your partners knowing yours. Mm -hmm. Why is that important? Mm -hmm. Because we have a tendency to love people the way we want to be loved. Right. Mm -hmm. However, it's a different person. They, they're not on that frequency. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so therefore, I want to know what your love language is so I can direct my efforts in a way that you can see it. Mm -hmm. So you may be acts of service. The other person might be words of affirmation. So now that I know your acts of service, I will be attentive and be able to take care of those needs. But then mm -hmm. that means that in turn, you're right. going to say, I see you, I appreciate you, boy. You're doing all right for me and say those words of affirmation that mm -hmm. will continue to motivate me to, to make sure your acts of services are taken care of. Right, right. It's so important. It's such a, not tit for tat, but it's mm -hmm. it's such a, you know, constant little flow of back and forth. It's a, da it's a, it's a dance. When you move, I move. Just like that. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> so did we get into, because that's, that's a, a thing for you. Did, uh -huh. we, did we get into this... Um, protect provision gold digger thing Is no we have not hit I'm gonna just let you go on and speak on well <laughs> so I think when I think about it cause you know thinking about the I need a soldier and mm. I need an alpha like I think what people really are saying female wise is that I want to feel protected right I okay. want um not provision and whatever provision it looks like for you like mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to be I didn't want him to ball out and speak like it, it could be whatever that is for you for me it's not necessarily I need him to come in and buy my house I have my own house what I need like you were saying Todd is I've built all this I need someone that's not going to take away at all from that but add to it mm -hmm. however that addition is going to be right mm -hmm. so for me that's mm -hmm. provision okay. um so but when I think about the alpha male that, that's what I feel like I, I think protection I want to feel protected by you um, and it's funny because like me and my fiance have had this conversation and he's like but a lot of women that are like I want protection like they're the people that go out and be rowdy and be like oh you didn't fight him for me like <laughs> he's like like I'm too old for that like I'm not fighting that's the streets for you idea. you know like so if you don't feel protected by me because I ain't go off on no dude in the bar that you started with I'm sorry, you know? Um, yeah. So, like, kind of talk to, like, the underlying needs for some of the things that even when men, I don't know what men necessarily say, but I think sometimes what they really want is someone that's supportive, that they can feel that they can let down that cape for, and that's nurturing. And mm -hmm. I don't know what terms they use. Yeah, I feel like as women, you constantly hear protect and provide. Yeah, but provide. I, yeah, I don't know what but men say. But I don't say. know men's little buzzword. Yeah, but... I, I'm challenged even with the COVID protect and provide mm -hmm. because they're mentally, physically, emotional, and spiritual. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to be a provider, that means you have to be allowing to see me in all the layers of life, not just as a roughneck. Mm -hmm. And then it's a challenge for me even hearing, and I know it happens, Where and I say this to women all the time, stop testing a man. Because every time you test a man, he knows he's being tested and he'll fail on purpose. Mm -hmm. Because he does not appreciate being tested. Right. Tempt not the Lord thy God. Wow. However, by doing it, and you're telling something about yourself, mm -mm, I don't know if I want to be in this situation right. because this, this is if this is your modus of operandi, this is going to show up too often and be a deal with you. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, another thing in regards to the gold digger, 
what she's looking for. It's fine that a woman looks for what she's looking for, but what do you bring to the table? Mm -hmm. See, too often time, what are you gonna do for me? What are you gonna do for me? No, what are we gonna do for each other? Mm -hmm. So as opposed to pulling and what you're gonna do for what for me, what is it that you offer that's gonna motivate me to do anything? Right, mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Because if, it, if I'm in a relationship where I'm just pouring out, pouring out, and I don't feel some level of equal reciprocity, and it can come from any layer, it can come differently, but at some point I'm getting a return, mm -hmm. my motivation is what? Right, yeah. And it has to be more than body. Mm. Okay. Because no matter how prolific that is, it comes to an end. Mm -hmm. We got to have something else. Mm -hmm. Right. And ladies, it's not a Valentine's gift. Some of the fellas wanted me to say that. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that that drives me to um, just it, it made me think of um, something that I that I will admit that at times I've had to unpack is the need thing. Mm. I think and. I think at a certain point I ne I didn't necessarily say it the the right way in terms of I don't need you mm. and I think that not just men necessarily but I I do get this sense that men want to be needed in some ways not necessarily at you as a dependent but feel like you need them in some way well, and I think sometimes well, when you have well, your independent it can it could be a little rub well if I if I have no role mm -hmm. or no purpose why am I here okay everybody wants men and women want to know they're wanted and desired right but if you can do everything by yourself why am i here mm, you're not giving me a role you're not giving me a purpose you're not giving me a function i feel like dead weight mm -hmm. my motivation is what nobody's dead weight hey i'm valuable i have an offer mm -hmm. i want to be utilized i want to be a factor in your life yeah and if you're so independent that I was talking to a couple uh, earlier this week, and and I know the female client extremely well, and what she does, don't worry about that guy. And the guy's like, Todd, no, she wants to get up under the car and change the oil. Oh. <laughs> I mean. Because, she, wait a minute, she's been a single parent of two kids for an extended period yeah. of time. Ain't nothing she can't do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, he's like, I'm standing here, you know. He said he 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 said looking less than masculine. <laughs> we know the word he's saying. You know, we know what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a BN word. <laughs> but anyway, but you know, the point is, if I'm in your life mm -hmm. and your position where I have no function and no role, yeah. I, I'm getting no affirmation. What's the point? You know, typically, think about this, men all genders are challenged every day. Mm -hmm. And then when I come home and I got to be challenged at home too, my motivation is what to come home now? Mm. Mm. Okay. Now, let's get into this word challenged. Oh, Lord. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, don't... What does that mean? Because I think oftentimes it's interpreted as, as don't question me. Like, no, 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 no. What is this challenge thing about? When I'm when I say challenge, do not dismiss, demean, or devalue. Okay. 
no, we can be talked, we can be challenged, we can do all that's just conversation. That's mm -hmm. supposed to happen in life. Mm -hmm. Even in relationships, you should have conflict periodically because conflict causes you to grow and have final relationships on a longer term. Right. But at any point that I'm talking to you that displays a mind methodology or presence that you find devaluing or, or not respectful, yeah. it's just not a good thing. Yeah. You know. Y'all, y'all have a way of cutting eyes at people. You go, mm -hmm. oh, and you know, you say, mm -hmm, okay, that strikes fear. I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. I always tell men secrets. I don't care. So, for example, men are not afraid of anything. Anything, whether it's true or not, we can kill every man, and whether it's true or not, we can knock down any wall. Absolutely, it's just that's how we want. Right. right. However, however, the ones that we do have a fear. That's a woman. It's a woman. We do not want to disappoint you. Mm -hmm. We come home for a, to see a smile. It. I got men in my office, and I say it for a while, and they say absolutely they agree with me. We we fight lions and tigers and bears to come home for a smile, mm -hmm. because if not, we say, "Oh God, what did I do? Oh, now you live it on eggshells." And, be, and because we all know when y'all get when y'all get heated, there's not much we can do. All we mm -hmm. can do is sit down. We might yell, we might scream, we can fuss, but a man can't out argue a woman. Yeah. Let's just be real. We're to some degree we're a victim, and that just that being that vulnerable. Yeah. It's not good. So we do love you, we value you, and we want those words of affirmation because mm -hmm. the contrary is just more challenging than we can handle. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll accept it. I, I mean, I wouldn't say victim per se, but I, I do accept. Yeah, I do. I, I receive I, it. Um, <laughs> so the thing. Well, wait, come on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I remember. <laughs> I remember when I was on the first time with you guys. I was talking to Lee, and you came on this rattle uh, about asking me questions. I said, "Hey, hold on, hold on." See, that's, I said, "That's I what I'm talking about, right?" The man yeah, of the exactly. and, and it was instinctive. Here it is. You, we being professionals, and you was like, "That's a ooh." <laughs> Wait a minute. This is the exact oh, oh, example. Hold, hold, hold up. It was, it was, it was overwhelming. I, I see that that was an overwhelming approach. <laughs> I received it. Um, so my last, and I don't know if Quick has anything, but what what it brought about when you were saying like we were talking about the provision and we're talking about just all these opposing views and things that we've been taught that just they don't make sense, right? Mm -hmm. That's why we wanted to unpack it today. Um, one of the things I've talked about in therapy and just even my friends um, I'm talking about relationships is this concept of the fact that a lot of times, at least in, and I don't know how other communities operate because they might have different social norms, but a lot of times the community that I know, we now are in a situation where a lot of women don't necessarily, not saying we don't need a man, I'm saying we don't need a man in a traditional mm -hmm. setting in terms of we don't necessarily need a man financially. We don't necessarily need him to fight the lion because some of us got our own nine millimeters and we'll do what we got to do. So it's in, it's a position where now, modernly, some men are trying to figure out, well, what is my role? And then as women, 
we're asking them to be something that they're not used to being and having to figure out for those who because I'm not saying to settle for somebody who's just not even willing to try to evolve a little bit but are we going to be patient as they try to kind of figure that out Mm. because I know in talking to sometimes guys they say like I mean it's just not natural not saying they won't but it just certain things don't come naturally to them so I just want to talk to a man about you know no but to your point is we're all going through in society as a whole on many levels going through transformation Mm -hmm. and to your point being patient is important Mm -hmm. and being an effective communicator so as opposed to looking at the other person how are you preparing for the shifts and the changes that you're going through, the shifts and changes and roles and people you want in your life. Mm -hmm. And how are you able to communicate that in a way that's receivable by Mm -hmm. the person? So as opposed to pointing fingers, why don't you look at you first before looking at the other person? Mm -hmm. So the point is at some point, we all have to choose to grow up and recognize we're going in different directions, different things, and really say, what what are the needs? Where do I need to grow? to be and do all the things I want to do at this phase of my life. Mm-hmm. I have more off. This is just who I am. No, that's how you were pre-programmed who you were based on right. previous experience. Right, mm-hmm. absolutely. But how about, looking, how about looking at where you're at and where you're going at a, data, at a new data points to adjust so you can actually accomplish what it is you want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as a po- it is patient, but at some point we have to begin to stop looking outwardly and look inwardly and look for our own areas of growth, implement them, and we'll find our environment shifting to more complement us than to the contrary. Well, that seems to be the theme. Right. <laughs> I'd love to that. Yeah, no, yeah. no as, a, as a society, we don't want to be held accountable for anything. Right. We, want, we, want, we want everybody else, we want to be everybody else's fault. Mm-hmm. I want you to do this. I want you to mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Okay, if I'm doing all the work, what's the value in you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, hmm. Questions to consider. Uh- <laughs> hey, look, that that was a wrap. It over, right, man? If I'm doing all the work, what is the value in you? Listen, it's a lot of little nuggets. It's it like- is that compliment <laughs> category. That's that's my. Th- I'm about to say that at least ten times tonight. Look, really? Okay. But you see how you did that? Uh, that did. I'm, okay, bring it down some with the smile. I'm on massage. I found my compliment, oh. not my category. <laughs> I can't. Did you have anything else? I didn't. This okay. was wonderful. I, I mean, I just, you know, I really think the most important part that mm-hmm. came out of it for me is just being, fi- first finding what is true to you, right? Yeah. Getting out of the Very much so. societal norm. And that takes work. Yeah. It really does yes. take work to Very even so. realize so. if you're applying societal norms or if that's what really, that. yeah, or yeah. if that's really what is mm-hmm. true to you, if that's really what makes you happy, you know. And that's and, what compliments yeah, you, or that what works in your life. Right. Yeah. Or feeling like, you know, are you in this category are trying to choose this category because of something else outside voices, you know, mm-hmm. or if this is really what you desire. So, um, you know, in, in playing these mental games, uh, I think a lot of it is just doing a disservice to yourself if you're not, intern- like you said, internalizing and finding what's true to you. Right. So. Yeah. Because if, if you don't, you're left out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If right. you don't do it with, if you don't present the true you, the true you is never a factor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then it comes 15 years later in a divorce. Well. Exactly. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Todd, tell the people where they can find you if they haven't already. 
Well, you can find me at interfeasecounselingcenter.com, uh, 704-937-2288. Six. <laughs> I, I don't call myself often. Right. <laughs> uh, on uh, Interpeace Counseling Center on Facebook and Instagram. All right. And we will have his information in the episode notes. And until next time, everyone, thanks for tuning in. You can find us www.divasandducats.com. You can email us if you have any questions you would like to possibly have ever read mm-hmm. on an episode, divaadvice at gmail.com. We are also on Instagram and Facebook, Divas and Ducats. And you see we're on YouTube because you're watching us. Right. So go on and subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe. Same name. <laughs> All right. In the meantime, in between time. Have a great attitude. Bye.